Welcome to today's MTD podcast. I'm at Colchester Machine Tool Solutions in Elland at their uh, HQ, where they moved into, in fact, in May 2019, so just over a year ago. I'm with Jonathan Wright, who's the managing director of the company. We'll be finding out a little bit more about Jonathan shortly. Uh, I'm Paul Jones, the host of today's podcast, uh, the uh, founder and managing director of MTDCNC.com. Um, Jonathan, welcome to today's show. Maybe for our audience, you could just give us a little bit of an insight into uh, your background and um, your position as it is now here at the business. Yeah, sure. So um, so my name is Jonathan Wright. Um, and as you've said, I'm the managing director here at Colchester Machine Tool Solutions. Um, I took over as managing director in August 2019. So just about to come up to my first anniversary. Um but I've actually been um, associated with the business um, for some 25, 26 years. Um, way, way back in the, uh, in the early 90s, um, I was actually a sponsored undergraduate um, by the company. Um, so I went through my, uh, my degree in electrical engineering. Um, and then after I graduated, uh, I came to work um, for the company. Um, I then decided to to move on and, uh, and and kind of spread my wings in machine tools, um, but then I actually came back to uh, to Colchester in two thousand, um, so uh, April two thousand. So I've been here now for um, twenty years. Um, my background predominantly is electrical engineering. So when I uh, joined the company in two thousand, uh, I came in as electrical engineering manager, um, and predominantly I was uh, heavily involved in systems integration. Um, working very closely with our control partners, um, predominantly uh, FANUC uh, in the UK. And then I became technical director in 2008. Um, and then I held the role of technical director, uh, like I say, until August last year when I moved into the MD position. Uh, many different pressures. Uh, more pressures or are they just different pressures? Um, <laughs> or both? I think both. Um, certainly, um, you know, for me being... Um, heavily from a, from a technical background, um, that the move into the MD position, um, you know, certainly presented itself with, um, uh, with lots of challenges and, and lots of opportunities. Um, but, but certainly it's been something that I've relished, you know, um, getting an understanding of, of other aspects of the business, I think particularly on the, on the commercial side of things. Um, I almost think it's better to go that way round than the other, because I think our industry, and we're going to talk about, as uh, you know, coming up in today's podcast, just for those listening, we're going to be talking about the machines that are, are now coming through this business that are, are evolving, lots of new technology. Also, the move here, which happened uh, just over a year ago, automation, we'll touch on that, uh, control systems. Uh, so a lot to talk about. But yeah, J Jonathan, for me, it is, it's better to come that way than the other, because I just think if you don't have... Uh, technical expertise in this industry it must be very hard to try and run a business and judge you know what's right and what's wrong I, I, I believe I, I think I would agree with you on that yes I think um, having that kind of technical understanding um, of the products um, and, and that kind of um, deep product knowledge um, has certainly been a huge benefit for, for me as I've kind of moved more into the kind of you know commercial aspects of the business and the financial aspects of the business. So, yeah, I think I would agree with you uh, on that one. Um, right, I want to talk about the products now because mm -hmm. I, I, one thing that fascinates me, if you if you go on Google, the most searched term for a machine is Colchester. 
So quite um, reasonable to suggest that one of the reasons you rebranded the company or renamed the company some time ago was probably for that reason as well. It is a name that's synonymous with um, longevity. The machines have been around for many, many years, and there's probably not anybody listening to this podcast that hasn't had their hands on a, a Colchester machine of, of some description. Was that the main reason for the for the name change um, which happened, I think, was that last year or the year before? It was, uh, we actually launched the rebranding exercise at MAC 2018. Um, so, so just over two years ago now. But uh, yeah, I mean, you, you've hit the nail on the head. Um, Colchester Lathe Company formed in, you know, the, the 1880s. Um, it's been around a long time, you know, synonymous with, uh, as you say, you know, longevity, um, precision, performance, reliability, quality. And, and we really wanted to kind of, you know, lever that brand because it, it's, it's, it's a globally recognised brand. Um, as you say, you know, everybody's heard of Colchester. Um, the number of engineers that I speak to, um, and they always look back very, very fondly about, you know, their apprenticeship days or their early days in, uh, in engineering. And, you know, and th this is other kind of, you know, managing directors and, and CEOs, and they always look back and say, oh, yes, you know, I kind of, uh, I cut my teeth on a Colchester, uh, on a Colchester machine. So, um, yeah, the, the, the brand is, is extremely strong, um, globally recognised, and and I think when you when you look at the name, you know, Colchester Machine Tool Solutions, um, yes, Colchester, we we wanted you know to to utilise that that brand and um, and and you know um, make sure that we um, you know we were associated with you know things like precision, performance, reliability, which is synonymous in the in the brand heritage. Um, machine tools, obviously, um, you know, that, that's what we do here. We provide machine tools, but, but solutions is the other key thing as well, because we're not just providing kind of off the shelf machine tools here. What we're providing for our customers is a full solution package. Um, and that, and that's very important for us because, um, like I say, it's not just standard machines that we're selling. We're selling, you know, automation, we're selling our engineering capability, um, we're selling our service knowledge, our service capability as well. So all those value added, um, services and products that that we offer are, um, are crucial. So, yeah, I think the, the the makeup of the name was was very deliberate. Um, so, you know, Colchester Machine Tool Solutions was uh, was key. And what's the reason you embarked on that and made that change? Because you you look at we look at the machine tool industry, and from when I started selling machines back in the um, sort of two thousand, actually when you came um, or came back to the company here. There was not as much competition around then as there is now. Some of the lower cost machines weren't as well, um, weren't as reliable, weren't selling as well as they maybe do now. So, so opportunities were probably greater then to, to sell. Uh, where I'm going with this, Jonathan, is, is did you need the rebrand? Was was there? Did you need new machinery? Was there? Was the business under threat because maybe this 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 brand that had been come or was synonymous with quality was um, being caught in some respects by others? Is, is, was that part of it? Is that a reasonable um, analogy to, to suggest? You're certainly right. In in you know, it's a crowded marketplace out there now. You know, there there are the the competition has increased. You know, certainly over the last twenty years. Um, but we we've always been a, a forward-looking company. We, we've always been, you know, looking to um, to continue to, to develop and, and grow the business. Um, and so, you know, th round about three three four years ago, we we did a very kind of um, deep strategic review of the business, um, and there were a number of, of, of key factors um, that we implemented to make sure that as a business we we continued with the growth. Uh, we continued, you know, 
taking market share. Um, and we, we continue to make sure that, you know, the name Colchester was at the forefront of everyone's attention. Um, the rebranding exercise was was one leg of, of that strategic review. Um, the relocation of, of the business into this new facility was, uh, you know, was another um, leg of that review. And that relocation we're going to talk about now, because coming here, one of the big things about selling machine tools is installing confidence in in your either your new customer or your, your existing customer. Coming here, you've got um, a lot of space. You've got a lot of technology on the on the um, uh, in the showroom that's in action quickly um, doing demonstrations if you require it. You've got a, a training call it training room here, training center, which we're in now doing this podcast. How important is that, do you think, to engineers um, when they're looking to invest in capital equipment to be reassured that a business has all of those offerings um, for them, especially if it's if it's new to them? Yeah, I think it's absolutely key. You know, it's vital for um, you know for customers' perspective, customers. Um, when we decided to, um, to to look at relocating um, the business. You know, one of the key drivers behind it and, and the thing that I made sure was in the forefront of everybody's mindset was customer experience. Um, you know, we, we wanted to ensure that that customer experience was was as good as it ever could be. Um, and so, you know, when we looked at laying out this new facility, you know, we, we looked at putting in um, a nice kind of light, spacious um, showroom area, which, which we've got here. Um, we needed to ensure that we had a, a full range of, uh, of machines, uh, machine tools and laser marking products that were here, um, that were fully powered um, every day of the week. Um, we wanted to be able to offer to our customers, you know, we, we can effectively, we can run a, an in-house exhibition 24-7, you know, and, and that's what we've got here. Uh, and again, you know, customer experience uh, we want to make sure that when customers come in here they can see all the products they can they can have uh, live cutting demonstrations they can bring their own tool in their own parts in um, we can run components off for them you know we can really tailor the visit to, to exactly what they want to make sure that you know they get out of it exactly what they need um, which to, is which wasn't uh, as readily available at your your previous it wasn't location. at all you know we, we we were constrained in the in the previous location um, you know, it was a it was a manufacturing facility that was that was built in the late seventies, early eighties, and uh, yeah, there, there were constraining factors in there. So we knew that we had to take a, a big step um, to, to allow us to um, almost kind of execute the vision that we had for the business uh, and really kind of move it forward. And and that's from a sort of machine sales and support perspective as a company uh, now, as I see it. I mean, when I walk out the back of the showroom with Paul earlier, when he took me out the back, I couldn't believe the amount of machines that you'd got here. And that's not because you're not selling them. That's just because you're ready to satisfy the demand for for this popular brand, isn't you? I mean, these are in educational sectors. These are in, in general industry. But the throughput of machines is a lot greater than what I what I thought. Uh, absolutely, yes. Again, you know, one of the other drivers um, behind moving was to you know Im- improve efficiencies, um, reduce lead times, and going back to you know the, the, the company name, the rebranding Colchester Machine Tool Solutions. You know, we we need to make sure that we can integrate that customer solution um, as quickly and as effectively and as efficiently as possible. So we, we put a lot of a lot of work, a lot of emphasis on, on the layout uh, of the facility that we moved in. And, and we've seen phenomenal efficiency gains since we've moved in here. And, and the throughput of machines now compared to where we were 
two, three, four years ago is it's unrecognisable, to be honest. Yeah, next point that it really comes on to, because within all of this, you talk about the rebrand, you talk about the move, then we talk about the technology. Now, I see behind us here, you've got subspindle Y-axis lathes, you've got you know, high-speed vertical machining centres of all sizes. You've got flatbed lathes with the latest FANUC um, controls on them with mill drill function. It's gone well beyond a, a conventional lathe, hasn't it, here now? Uh, and these have, all, they've, these have all been bought to, uh, to market recently just to add even more value to your, to your offering. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we, we, we continue to to expand the portfolio range. Um, and again, you know, we want to be able to offer to all of our customers effectively, a, you know, a one-stop solution shop, uh, which is what we've got here. So, yes, we've got, uh, you know, the, the, the full um, conventional range of, um, uh, of turning machines, you know, milling machines, drilling machines, grinding, etc. Um, right the way through, you know, through our um, flatbed alpha machine range. Um, right the way into CNC turning centres, um, two axis to five axis, um, VMCs, and of course now uh, permanent laser marking solutions as well, which really complement the uh, the machining side of the business. Um, you know, we we call this facility our European Technology Centre um, because what we're showcasing here really is is our you know our, our, our technology and our technical capability of what we can offer to customers. I've seen some of these machines cutting dry, some hard materials really showing off their their build quality. Um, I also want to touch on the automation because uh, in conjunction with the laser market, in fact, what you were going to be taking to Mac and which you may be taking when uh, Mac happens in January was a, a robo-job solution that was feeding a, a turning centre and then it was picking the component off and then it was laser marking the part as well. That's um, That's evidence that you guys are providing a solution, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, um, particularly now, and I think um, you know, furthermore in the future, um, you know, permanent marking and traceability of, of any component that's manufactured is absolutely vital. Um, you know, that, that traceability element. So, we really wanted to to, to showcase um, kind of machine tool technologies with with laser marking technologies and, and create a fully automated cell. So, yes, we um, we did, we developed that for Mac. Um, we have that running as a, as a live um, demonstration here at the uh, European Technology Centre. Um, and as you rightly say, you know, we combine um, robotic automation um, with um, three-axis turning technologies and permanent laser marking solution to, to give that one kind of fully integrated solution for customers. Um, size of this showroom, because obviously this is a podcast, what, what, uh, what can you tell people as the size here so they can get a feeling for what we're actually um, talking about? Floor wise, floor space. Um, so here in the in the showroom, um, we've got about five thousand square feet. Um, we have you know anything from we can run anywhere between twenty and thirty uh, machine tools permanently um, any one time. Everyone's kind of powered individually. Um, everything's fully up and running. As, as I said earlier, you know we can run pretty much a, an in-house exhibition twenty-four-seven at the drop of a hat. Um, you know it's, uh, and that's the kind of setup we wanted. You know we we want we want our sales team to be able to bring any customer in at any time of the day without any notice, um, and, and have all this available to them permanently. And when someone does come here and they they're sold on a solution, Jonathan, how how do the machines compete on price? We've meant, we've spoken already about a crowded market. 
especially at the moment with a, a lot of mach- you know a lot of machinery coming in from overseas and the brakes have been put on the industry from for what's been going on recently we're starting to see it loosen up a bit now but where where would you, where would you stand in terms of value for money and cost i think you know when, i think if you look at the core values of of the brand um i think value for money is 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 a key driver for us um and again we talk about things like you know precision um, reliability, performance, longevity. Um, there are cheaper products out there on the market, but I'm a firm believer in, you know, you, you get what you pay for at the end of the day. What we're offering here is a, is a competitively priced solution. Um, so it's not just a standard machine. You know, we, we are talking about a solution. Um, we'll, we'll work with customers and we'll, we'll, we provide an engineering um, service to customers. We provide a training and an application service to customers. We provide um, after-sales um, services to customers as well. So it is really a solutions package, but it is very competitively priced, but you are buying a, you know, a quality machine tool um, that's going to last you a long time. And, and do you think there'll be many changes within industry in, in the next few months? I mean, I'm talking to a lot of um, machine tool providers as well as engineers that are using their equipment and... You know, the technology aspect and automation are words that keep cropping up. Um, do you think as a result of what we've just been through, that the, the, the engineering market will start to really harness that? I know it's a message that we've all been talking about and we've, we've talked about it today on this show and you've got it out there in, uh, you know, in its glory actually loading a turning centre. But do you believe that automation and there will be other factors that will change going forward? I think they will. I think they will. I think what we'll see from, from the latest kind of, um, you know, crisis that we've all been experiencing, I think we'll see an acceleration of what was already happening. Um, you know, people talk about Industry 4 and um, uh, the Internet of Things and connectivity and data. You know, these are things that have been around a long time. They're, they're not new subjects that we're talking about. I think generally in the UK, I think we've been relatively kind of slow on the uptake of, of some of these technologies. Um, and I think what we see now will, will accelerate that. You know, we, we've been providing um, a, a connectivity solution for a couple of years now on our machines, uh, which you can fit not just to CNC machines, but you can fit to uh, conventional machines. So machines without any kind of embedded intelligence in them. Um, we can connect that machine up to, you know, to, to the net and, and remotely monitor it from any, anywhere in the world. And I think what, we, what we're going to see now over the next few months is, is an acceleration of the, um, the adoption of these technologies. Um, and yeah, I think, um, I think connectivity and, and data collection certainly is going to become more and more at the forefront. You know, we, we've seen lots of people over the past kind of two, three months really having to adapt how they, how they conduct their business. Um, a lot of more people are, are working remotely, working from home. A lot more meetings are being held, um, you know, over video conferencing. And I think people are finding actually that these things can work quite well. And I think it's starting to give them the confidence that actually, yeah, maybe I should be investing in kind of, um, you know, more sort of connected and automated technologies to, to help me going forward. They've also had the time in some respects to be able to do that. I mean, our, our telemarketers have, have been telemarketing throughout this uh, the, the period, and they're finding that they're actually having more time on the phone with the um, with the subject. Mm. Uh, quite interestingly, because we we scrutinise it and monitor it a lot, and and actually some of their call times have have more than doubled. So they're either have have got less to do, or they're more interested to find out what they can do to improve mm. what they're doing. Yeah, and you you touch on a really good point there. Um, the industry 4.0 efficiencies machine monitoring 
I know that you have been doing this on on the more conventional style machines. I wonder how how how, how much uptake do you get on that, or have you had on that? Because you kind of look at it, it must be a hard sell. I can see the benefits, but it must be a hard sell because people don't look at those machines as ones that should be efficient, but they still need to be. Absolutely right. It is difficult, and this this is what I mean about. I think up to now, the the uptake on on this time of technology has been um, relatively slow. Uh, I think particularly amongst you know um, kind of the SME community, um, because it it is a it is an investment that people have to make. Although what we you know what we offer is highly competitive, um, and I think affordable for, for for pretty much everyone out there. But it, it is an area where I think people um, have still been a little bit shall we say, frightened of the technology. Um, I've seen, you know, a lot of what out there is still very high tech. Um, and it's, it's great from a technical point of view and from a, from a kind of an engineering geek point of view, if you like. It's, it's fantastic things to, um, to kind of get your teeth into. But for a lot of people, the, the technology is still kind of a little bit daunting. Um, and so that, that does provide a barrier for people. So the uptake is, is kind of... Um, has been quite slow up to now but I think what we're seeing now as you rightly say I think people they have had a little bit more time to kind of explore the technologies and, and, and gain a, a more in-depth understanding of, of what it is what it means to them what it can do for them and how it can benefit the business uh, I'm a great believer in you know if you can't measure something you can't improve it or you can't fix it and, and what this allows people to do is, is to measure that that function whatever it is and make the you know the the, the kind of financial or efficiency gains further down the line so I think it really has um, given people an opportunity to understand the technology more um, and and got them really thinking actually yeah this this could be for me you know it's it's really worth taking a look because at because using methods of, of managing your efficiency can prevent you from having to and you know this isn't um, a way of saying people shouldn't buy new machinery but it it can make make them get more out of what they've got to make their business you know uh, essentially more productive but then that means they can compete more they can get more customers and then they can buy machines you know they've got to they've got to make sure they're doing things right in the first place to be yeah effective. absolutely it um you know it allows them to like i say kind of you know measure all kinds of aspects on on, on their machines um and it, it does give them that, um, you know, that opportunity to do that right across whatever their machine shop looks like. You know, wh- whether it's a, you know, a small machine shop with a handful of machines or, or a big kind of automated plant, it, it gives them the opportunity to really kind of analyse and focus um, what, what they're already doing, where they can make efficiency gains, how they can really get the best out of, of their asset. And also, you know, how they can increase the longevity of, of, of their assets as well. Because, you know, we, I think we still have a, a culture in, in, in this country of... Um, I'll wait till it's broken before I fix it. Um, and I think people now, they're they kind of changing their mindset a little bit and, and actually doing some measuring, doing some monitoring um, and kind of trying to predict, um, you know, any any future failures or, or looking after the product is, is really going to be beneficial for people. And all that can be done within the sort of software and solutions that you were talking about. Absolutely. Uh, Jonathan, you're, you're less than a year into your... Um, your managing directorship, should we say? Uh, you, you've come in at a, pr- a pretty a difficult time, haven't you? With what with the, uh, the the Brexit negotiations and now this, you're hoping for some uh, clear water in front of you. <laughs> I think uh, it, it's certainly been a, an interesting, uh, challenging year, shall we say? Yes, you know there was the uh, um, uh, the Brexit negotiations and and everything around that. You know the, the political fallout of of that and the turmoil that that created and then you know kind of straight into the COVID-19 situation which you know is unprecedented for for all of us um, 
we've certainly still got some challenges ahead. Um, you know, the um, the industry has got um, has got some challenges to, to face in the short term. But but here, you know, we, we we're still very much um, focused on growth and growing the business. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to, uh, to to working through the challenges and, and continue to really push the business forward. And it's fair to say, when you look at the infrastructure you've got here, the look, you look at the machines, you look at the journey that you've been on in recent years. Uh, it'd be fair to say you're a pretty good bet for someone if they want to uh, buy a machine at the moment, aren't you? You're a pretty pretty secure uh, company. Yes, you know we've um, we, we've got the we've got the products, we've got the portfolio, um, and as I said, you know right back at the beginning of this, what we're offering here is 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 uh, that customer experience. Um, and you know we, we'd love to get more and more uh, you know customers up here to the European Technology Centre to, to showcase the products, um, and, and you know and to, to really help them make sure that they made the right choice in, in their purchases. Good stuff. Thank you very much uh, for joining us today, Jonathan. It's been a real pleasure to be here and uh, to conduct this podcast. Uh, thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts on whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on. Uh, join us again next week. Where we'll be talking to another industry guest. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.